Welcome to Smell the Rosé, a podcast where we pour ourselves a glass of wine and talk about the lingering taste of toxicity. I'm your host, Amanda. Hello, my lovely roses. Thank you so much for tuning in to yet another episode of Smell the Rosé. Today, I have chosen not to drink any type of alcohol because I have been struggling with my mental health and alcohol is a depressant. So I chose to opt out this week of drinking and just focus on clearing my headspace. So let's dive into this episode. You will not see my eyes again. Good Lord. What a week, you guys. I know I had said it before in objection hearsay, but I had a feeling that both would have to pay a specific amount. I thought it was going to even out to basically where they walked away with chump change in celebrity amounts, but the jury kind of surprised me. I knew that Johnny had great evidence. He had all these witnesses from friends, family members, people who were actually there during their fights people who came forward last minute to talk about how Amber was really aggressive towards things. But I had no idea that the jury would surprise me the way they did. And honestly, I'm so happy that they did. What's not great about the aftermath of this verdict is now we have Amber Heard and her lawyer, Elaine, going around and stating that this is a major setback to victims of sexual assault and domestic violence. I don't believe this to be the case. I believe that this is a wake-up call to those liars out there who like to state that they were supposedly abused or a victim of domestic violence because they want their 15 minutes. They want to advance their career. They want to get famous. I think this is a warning that just because you say it doesn't mean that we're automatically going to believe it. The fact of the matter is, is just because Amber Heard is a woman doesn't mean that she is completely innocent. And we need to remind ourselves that we can't just believe a woman just because she says so. We are just as messed up as the rest of the human population is. Male, female, binary, whatever. You cannot just believe somebody because they have a dick or a vagina. So I want to get into that a little bit more because when we look back at the trial, We see Johnny brought in neighbors, friends, family, witnesses who were actually there. TMZ came forward and said, no, she was the one that recorded this video and she sent it in. They didn't specifically say that, but they might as well have. Then we look at Amber, who kept on paying off these supposed experts who evaluated her and illegally evaluated Johnny to say, yep, he definitely abused her. Yep, he definitely did. However, Johnny had nurses and doctors saying, no, Amber was the one that abused him. It was pretty bad to where Johnny had to have multiple hotel rooms, had to walk away, and she would follow him and stalk him in the house and wouldn't let him have his space, etc. So let's get into the fact that when the TMZ Morgan Tremaine guy came up to the stand to state how the video came to TMZ, how it was edited, etc., 
Elaine had asked him, this is your 15 minutes of fame, right? And he continued to say, no, but this could be your 15 minutes of fame by taking Amber Heard on as a client. So let's talk about that. If you want to talk about me coming up on the stand. And she didn't want to answer that. She was just like, oh, you're a little argumentative, aren't you? Now Elaine is going around doing Good Morning America interviews, trying to basically help out Amber's case saying, oh, we were totally mistrialed. The jury was definitely on social media the entire time. The judge was favoring Johnny Depp because it's Johnny Depp. There was a host on Good Morning America who called her out. And I want to play this clip because it's a great way to hold accountability to somebody who doesn't want to actually take it. I am a former NFL player. And after a hard loss, it's easy to wake up and point to the other side. Oftentimes, I realized the better thing to do was to look in the mirror. What mistakes did I make as a player? What mistakes did our coaching staff make? And then how can we improve from there? Do you feel like you guys made any mistakes along the way? Do you feel like Amber made a mistake while she was on the stand? Because you're saying it's a celebrity, it's Johnny, it's the, it's the people who support him. But what about you and your team? Well, and, and that's an excellent question. And to say, and, and you know, Amber even said on the stand, I am not perfect. I am a human being. These people were giving her death threats. They threatened to microwave her baby. This is the kind of social media she was getting. So are any of us perfect? No. Is there something else we feel we should have done? Yes, I, I, absolutely. I, I always, I redo my closings a hundred times afterwards, whether I win or lose. Um, that's that's part of being a good lawyer, a good trial lawyer is right. there's always something. I'm not going to play the entire clip for you guys. You guys can look it up. It's on YouTube. Good morning, America. And Elaine Bergenhoff, however you pronounce her last name, I really don't care. <laughs> so she goes into how she is human amber's human we all make mistakes etc yeah we all make mistakes we don't all abuse people just because you're human doesn't give you the right to abuse people and within both hers and rottenborn statements for closing they kept on stating the first amendment and what people are getting confused about freedom of speech it is not freedom of speech for defamation that is why defamation cases like this exist because if you start spreading lies and rumors and it starts affecting that person's livelihood like it did Johnny's, you have a right to be sued and you have a right to pay up. And that is a called a consequence for your actions. You are responsible for your actions. So this is your accountability, Ms. Heard. You need to pay up. You need to shut up. And you need to move on with your life. You keep on asking Johnny to move on. He hasn't done jack shit to you. But you have been making money off of bashing his name for six years now. And your little best friend, Eve Barlow, is ridiculously obsessed with Johnny right now. T posting his locations on her Twitter account. Stating how dare he go and play a concert show while she's at home waiting for this verdict. Here's the facts of reality for everybody who's confused on why Johnny went to the UK and performed a Jeff Beck's concert. Amber has had his life on pause for the past six years. She has had it in her hands for the six years that this has been going on. Six years. So to be living basically at home, sheltered out, isolated, not really doing anything, not being able to work because people think you're a wife beater, you're a sexual assaulter, etc. 
yeah, I would go out and party too because I got my truth out there. And it's like Johnny has said, this is not a matter of money. This is a matter of getting the truth out. The public court of opinion is what he was trying to. He wanted those cameras so everybody in the world could watch this happen, watch this go down, and hear his truth and hear all the witnesses and all the evidence that he had to prove that he was not beating her up. He was not actually being abusive towards her. Was he probably emotionally abusive towards the end? Probably. I will give him the benefit of the doubt. I will give her the benefit of the doubt and say, yeah, he probably did say that she was a bitch because guess what, Amber? You were. You don't get to hit people. You don't get to punch people. You don't get to basically try to control them with a restraining order to get your way. You are toxic and you need to seek professional help. Johnny beating up cabinets was the only act of violence that she actually had on video to show that he was quote-unquote violent. Those cabinets' feelings must be really hurt. I want to go into more of Johnny's statement at the verdict hearing and then Amber's statements that they had both posted once the verdict was set out to be what I've been seeing on social media that's coming out from jury, etc. So I'm going to play those clips as well. Okay, so let's go into the statements that were made by both Johnny and Amber and kind of digest how both of them handled the situation of the verdict. Obviously, one's going to be happier than the other because one won more than the other one did, and she was not expecting that. She came into that courtroom happy as can be wearing the same little black dress that she wore when she filed the TRO when she went to the UK for the sun court. So she was thinking like she had her winning dress, the lucky dress on and it bit her in the ass. So first let's go into Johnny. Six years ago, my life, the life of my children, the lives of those closest to me, and also the lives of the people who for many, many years have supported and believe in me were forever changed, all in a blink of an eye. False, very serious and criminal allegations were leveled at me via the media, which triggered an endless barrage of hateful content, although no charges were ever brought against me. It had already traveled around the world twice within a nanosecond, and it had a systemic impact on my life and my career. And six years later, the jury gave me my life back. I am truly humbled. The decision to pursue this case, knowing very well the height of legal hurdles that I would have to be facing and the inevitable worldwide spectacle into my life was only made after considerable thought. From the very beginning, the goal of bringing this case was to reveal the truth, regardless of the outcome. Speaking the truth was something that I owed to my children and to all of those who have remained steadfast in their support of me. I feel at peace knowing that I have finally accomplished that. I am and have been overwhelmed by the outpouring of love and colossal support and kindness from around the world. I hope that my quest to have the truth be told have helped others, men or women, who have found themselves in my situation and that those supporting them never give up. I hope that the position will now return to innocent until proven guilty, both within the courts and in the media. 
I wish to acknowledge the noble work of the judge and the jurors, the court staff and the sheriffs who have sacrificed their own time to get this point and to my diligent, unwavering legal team to an extraordinary job in helping me share the truth. The best is yet to come and a new chapter has finally begun. Truth never perishes. And then he says it again in French. Signs it, Johnny Depp. You can hear my voice crack because I'm happy for him. He won against the legal battle with a narcissist. And narcissists tend to have a way with people to make everybody love them. Make everybody believe them more than the other person. And Amber definitely did that. She definitely had everybody believing her six years ago. Everybody in the world was kind of like, what? What's going on? How did this happen? Etc. So we'll move on to Amber's comments on her, her statement. The disappointment I feel today is beyond words. I'm heartbroken that the mountain of evidence still was not enough to stand up to the disproportionate power, influence, and sway of my ex-husband. I'm even more disappointed with what this verdict means for other women. It's a setback. It sets back the clock to a time when a woman who spoke up and spoke out could be publicly shamed and humiliated. It sets back the idea that violence against women is to be taken seriously. I believe Johnny's attorney succeeded in getting the jury to overlook the key issue of freedom of speech and ignore evidence that was so conclusive that we won in the UK. I'm sad I lost this case, but I am sadder still that I seem to have lost a right I thought I had as an American to, to speak freely and openly. So she's reminding everybody that she is a woman. You know, she's a woman. She's an American woman. It's stuff like that where Johnny's just, I want my life back. I want my life back. And now she's going, well, because this, because he won over my mountain of evidence that we had, women are set back. That's not the case. Let's get into the sun a little bit because that one wasn't a televised lawsuit. It was actually an unfair lawsuit. The reporter that wrote the article about Johnny Depp supposedly being a, a wife beater had connections with the judge. And it doesn't really get to be a fair trial without a jury if the judge gets to choose who's guilty, what's okay, and what's not. So when we go into the Sun UK trial against Johnny and the publication The Sun, in the UK, and I'm just going to call it the UK trial because it's hard to make the difference to those. We look into this tree and I can post it on my Instagram to show everybody why this was an unfair trial. So the judge, Andrew Nicole, I believe that's his name, has a son named Robert Palmer who works at Talk Radio, who employs Dan Wooten, who wrote the article. Talk Radio is also owned by wireless group News Corp UK Rupert Murdoch, the son who published the article. So the son, the S-O-N, Robert Palmer, who is related to the judge, works at this big Talk Radio UK thing 
who owns the publication that published this article about Johnny being a wife beater. There wasn't evidence in this case. All the evidence that was presented was pretty much shown in this trial as well. There was a few that weren't. However, this was an unfair trial. This judge should have stepped away from this trial because it's a conflict of interest because he knew the people against this trial. So Johnny didn't lose. Johnny didn't have a fair trial. That's just the facts of the matter. And the fact that there's just, there's a big old inner circle with Amber Heard hosting a party for this person who's married to the judge. It's a lot. There's a lot of twisted fuckery that happened with this trial. So the fact that Amber wants to bring up the UK and how Johnny lost, what Amber's not remembering, she wasn't sued in the UK. The Sun publication was sued. She was a witness. It was because of her op-ed that they got sued because they used that to call Johnny a wife beater. So she keeps on referring to these lawsuits that Johnny has had in the past as him suing her. He has not sued her up until this trial. She has not lost anything up until this trial. She didn't win anything up until this trial. All she won was the media saying that Johnny wasn't innocent and he's a wife beater, even though there was no evidence to prove it. And even after the fact I believe in 2018 is when Adam Waldman got involved and dropped those articles. He dropped the recordings where Amber was saying that she didn't punch him, but she definitely hit him. That's all I needed to hear to be like, no, she's a bitch. I don't want to just believe off of a story. I want to see the facts of what happened. I want to hear the story. I want to make sure it stays consistent throughout the times that you have to actually say this. Johnny is a man of power. Amber saw a man of power. She saw a good man of power who was innocent, who has never had any kind of abuse allegations against him and took that for granted because she saw the Me Too movement and thought they're going to believe me because this is big right now. The world did. The media did. The media is still trying to say Johnny isn't innocent. This is a mistrial. They need a new trial, etc. The nice thing about this is Elaine from Good Morning America had also said that Amber cannot pay the $10 million judgment. So it's going to be interesting to see if Johnny actually sues her for the money again or if he's just going to let it go and she'll just be forever in his debt until she can pay it off. I mention this because in order to appeal, she has to put down that money plus interest in the state of Virginia to appeal that case again. So I don't think we're actually going to see an appeal. I think she's just saying that she will. There are rumors going around that she is out of Aquaman 2. I have yet to see an official rule book on that, and I will not see the movie until I know for a fact that she is out of it. And if that means that I have to wait until it's on streaming services, so be it. But I will not see that movie. I never saw Aquaman because she was in it, and at, that came out after her recordings. Let's get into the fact of the jury speaking out now and saying things that one juror has come forward anonymously still, but he did sh share a video to a newscasting place saying, I want to stay anonymous for my privacy, but this is why I ruled against Amber Heard and 
the verdict was the way it was. And it sounds like there might have been jury members who agreed with her behavior. That was the reason that she lost this case as well as lack of evidence. Let's get into that. So today was my last day of being a juror on the Amber Heard and Johnny Depp trial. And I wish to remain anonymous, but I thought I'd give some insight on my thoughts about the trial. Um, I don't follow pop culture too much, so I haven't really been a fan of Johnny Depp or Amber Heard. So I feel I was able to be pretty unbiased about the whole thing. But from the very beginning, when Amber Heard was testifying, uh, everything just seemed so off with how she kept making eye contact with me. And it made me extremely uncomfortable to where I would no longer look over at her when she was giving her answers. Um, I would just listen intently and everything she was saying came off like bullshit. And I wasn't following anything on TikTok during the whole trial and I was scrolling through after the trial and uh, blows my mind how every single person seemed to be commenting on how weird it was. So today was my last day of being a juror I know I had stated in my last episode that I was following people on Twitter who were analyzing the jury for this juror to come out and send this over to a news media station anonymously and state that she was making him uncomfortable. She was coming off like everything was bullshit with all of the eye contact that she kept doing. Everybody in the world has to agree that this is weird when you're asked a question and you look over at the jury. This isn't a play. This isn't theater. This is real life, Amber. This is real freaking life. And you made everybody on that jury uncomfortable. Making eye contact with someone who asks you a question makes sense. Looking over every now and again would make sense. But every single time you were asked a question, you looked over at the jury to answer it. This is not a show performance. That is why it came off weird. Johnny didn't do that. None of his witnesses really did that. Every single one of her witnesses, it seems like we're instructed by the lawyers to look over at the jury to answer the questions. I think the only one who didn't really look over at the jury and just speak to the jury was the weird guy, Dr. Spiegel. He didn't really look over at them and answer every single question to the jury. He looked over at the jury every once in a while, but he was looking more towards Rottenborn and Johnny's lawyers when they were asking questions. It came off as weird. Everything she was saying, and I've said this in Objection Hearsay, Justice for Johnny, everything Amber has said comes off as bullshit. The cocking your head back and headbutting, the way that she described everything happening like that, it's not how a headbutt works. Even if you do it wrong, that's not how a headbutt works. You don't rear your fist up and then headbutt someone. She mixed up her words because she was lying. She is a liar. So going forward, this is probably going to be the last episode that I do about Amber Heard and Johnny. And the reason I say probably is because there's so much bullshit that could come out from this woman that we might have to address it again. I don't want to give her a platform. I don't want her to monetize off of losing because there are people who have done that as well. I don't want to give her any sort of attention anymore. I tweeted this out when the verdict was read 
that if you are in support of Johnny, do not, do not, for the love of God, go on to any of Amber's social medias, comment, like, laugh emoji, whatever. Don't do it. I know it's tempting because I wanted to do it, but it gives her clout. Clout is clout, negative or positive. It's attention. We don't want to give this woman attention because that's what she wants. That's what she thrives off of. We should be treating her how Johnny treated her. He wouldn't make eye contact with her in court because she is dead to him, essentially. Maybe not so severe, but he doesn't want anything to do with her. And we shouldn't want anything to do with someone who was willingly lying about everything she lied about. My attitude towards her is I will not follow, I will not comment, I will not speak her name on social media. She is not a person that exists to me. She is not there. She is a regular human that I do not know. She is not a celebrity in my eyes. I will not watch any movies with her in them. I don't care if she's already paid, so it's not doing much. I won't do it. She is not someone I will support ever in my life. So I will not be giving in to the temptation of bashing her or telling her she's stupid and she didn't set women back. I think this trial opens the eyes up to victims of IPV and DV and SA to speak out and tell their truths. I think it's really an eye-opener for men to start talking about it because men can be abused too. Men too can be abused. Women are not innocent creatures. We have women's prisons. We have women who have killed people, women criminals. We're not innocent creatures. Just because we have a vag doesn't mean that we can do no wrong. We are human. We will do wrong. I don't know if Amber Heard actually loved Johnny. It doesn't seem like it. And it was really weird throughout the trial when she kept on saying, I love Johnny. He's my husband. He's not your husband, girl. He's your ex-husband. He don't love you no more. She's holding on to something. And that shows me that she, the BPD and the HPD, and I'm sure there's more to it. And I say that because there is only so much that Dr. Curry could have evaluated on her for the time. When not diagnosed, she clings on to these ideas of love and attention and want and desire. When it's all taken away, she sits there and is like, wait a minute, and tries to get it back with, with whatever route she can take. And when I looked into the HPD stuff, it's a story-making personality disorder. They will make up extravagant stories for attention. They mentioned in the trial how after she had filed for that restraining order, she tried to get back together with Johnny. And he had told her, no, you have never been there. You have never been there for me. And that audio is so heartbreaking because he describes a narcissist relationship and the abuse so well. So I cannot find this audio clip without a song in the background. This is the best I could find it where you can still hear what Johnny is saying to Amber. So we are going to go ahead and play that now. I loved you for so many fucking years, but you know what? You didn't exist. You don't exist. You're not there. You're not there. You were a 
fucking made up thing in my head. I, I can't believe you're doing this to me. That was a part of a final phone call that Johnny, I'm sorry, not a phone call, a conversation that Johnny and her had had in regards to her wanting to get back together with him, him saying no, because you've said all of these things. Why would I ever get back together with you? And that is also a part of the clip where he says, you will never see my eyes again because she just wants to hug him and look into his eyes. And he said, no, you will never look into my eyes ever again. When someone says that to you, you will never look in my eyes ever again. There's probably a good reason that they never want to look you in the eye again. They've lost respect. They're disgusted. And they want nothing to do with you. And I say that because he sounds disgusted. He sounds like he's done finally. He's realized everything that she has used him for. And he's done. He's not going to entertain the conversation anymore. I want people to know with this podcast that not everything can appear like how it seems. It seemed like Amber was the abused one. And with six weeks of witness after witness, testimony after testimony, it came out that it wasn't him. It was her. There was photographs to prove that he was beaten her bruises and her supposed broken nose and swollen nose that were never seen in pictures that she was going to events to the next day were covered with makeup. Makeup can't work like that. Follow makeup experts on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. Every single one will say there is no way with the amount of damages that she is saying her face had, any makeup artist would be able to cover that. That is CGI stuff. That they would have to cover like they did with Johnny's severed finger in Pirates. They had to CGI his finger to look normal while they were filming in Australia. Because she had cut that finger off with an Australian bottle. So I encourage anybody who has been a victim to please speak out. Speak your truth. Write it out. You don't necessarily have to post it or publish it anywhere. But know you're not alone. And know that just because... You have fallen with a narcissist. Maybe you've fallen in love. Maybe you're falling out of love, finally, and you're realizing it and you're waking up to it. That you're not alone. There are so many out there. And you just have to take it one day at a time. Until next time, my lovely roses, be safe, and we'll see you next week. Thanks for tuning in to this week's Smell the Rosé. If you liked what you heard, let me know by leaving me a review. Follow me on Instagram at smell underscore the rosé. Until next time, cheers!